It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. Great to have you in. So much to get to. And boy, is it a special day in the Locked On Podcast Network. Why? Well, at around 11 a.m. this morning, Locked On Reds dropped. Check it out at Locked On Reds on Twitter. I tweeted out a link two episodes in. We'll get it on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all the platforms you can get Locked On Bengals. This is episode 316. I, I Rarely do I look at the number of episodes that we've done. This is episode 316 for Locked On Bengals. And episode one of Locked on Reds uh, made its debut today. As always, you can subscribe on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. Locked on Bengals is there. As is LockedOnBengals.com. Player evaluations. Joe Goodberry was on yesterday. That interview, and I'm not lying, I wasn't trying to cover it up, that was from Friday. I talked to him. I I like to get you, Joe, as many times as I can because I know you enjoy listening to him. I'm going to try to get him on later this week as well to start to dive into some of the prospects. Also, Solomon Tentman, writing for me at LockedOnBengals.com, will join me to evaluate. He's looked at two positions that I think a lot of Bengals fans enjoy and want the Bengals to consider with the 12th pick. Offensive line, linebackers. Once he finishes evaluating the top five linebackers in this draft, we will have him on this podcast to discuss what he watched when he broke down the film and watched these players. It's great to have you in. I'm excited for this podcast for a variety of reasons. Today's a big day in the NFL. Teams can officially use the franchise tag. It'll be interesting to see what the Steelers do with Le'Veon Bell if they get a long-term deal done, if they franchise tag him. It'll be interesting to see who else gets tagged. There's been rumors that Kirk Cousins could get tagged, but how does it apply to your Bengals? I mean, certainly there's no way they would use it on Tyler Eifert, right? Kevin Huber, no. Andre Smith, no. Kevin Minner, no. Eh, They don't really have a franchise tag candidate. Except I think they do. And I want you to hear me out on this. The Bengals were the 32nd-ranked offense last season. 32nd. And while I don't think Tyler Eifert would command $10 million guaranteed, I also think that Tyler Eifert's an elite talent. If the Bengals' medical staff came to you and said, Eifert is healthy, Eifert can be as explosive as he was prior, Eifert should be good to go. If that happened, if we found out that all of the injuries that Eifert's gone through have healed and that he can be close to what he was as far as his explosion, as far as the red zone threat, as far as how dynamic he was running wide receiver routes as a tight end, if he could still do all of those things, you're telling me you shouldn't use the franchise tag on Tyler Eifert? Now I get it. You're going to say... James, it's going to be $10 million for for a franchise tag for Eifert. There's no way he would command $10 million. And while you might be right, you got to look at who we're talking about here. We're talking about the Cincinnati Bengals. I want them to franchise Tyler Eifert. I want them to do it right now as I'm recording this podcast because I don't want elite talents to walk out 
before we know for sure that they can't be a lead anymore. I don't want that to happen. With Eifert, if he leaves this offseason, that happens. Now, maybe he goes on and struggles and never lives up to the hype. All of that. And then you're going to come on and and you're going to email me and you're going to tweet me and you're going to say, James, I told you so. I told you so. And that's fine. I understand what I'm saying here. I'm telling you right now, I would franchise tag Tyler Eifert. He's not going to sign before free agency starts. And we saw the past couple years what happens when you let really good talent hit free agency and you're the Bengals. Andrew Whitworth, Kevin Zeitler, Marvin Jones, Muhammad Sanu, on and on and on. Reggie Nelson, on and on and on. They leave. They go elsewhere. If you value someone, you don't let them get to free agency where they can look elsewhere. It's that simple. I don't want Tyler Eifert to be able to look elsewhere. I want to see if he can be the guy that he was in 2015. And the easiest way to do that is to do a one-year deal, chuck full of guaranteed dollars to get it done. The Bengals don't do the incentive-laden contracts I want them to do. They're not going to lay out a deal for Tyler Eifert where it's one year and he could get up to $10 million. So just use the tag. We don't think that they're going to go out there and be huge spenders in free agency anyway, right? Odds are now that A.J. McCarron's going to walk away. They're going to try to com- protect the compensatory pick they want to get in return for him. I know it sounds insane. You're going to say Tyler Eifert's been so dinged up, played in 49% of, of the games that he's been available for. 49% hasn't even played in half the games. Coming off of injury after injury, it's been years since the 2015 season. And yet, to me, one more year. Gets injured this year? Fine. You're not committing long-term. It gives Eifert a chance to prove himself. It gives the Bengals a chance to have a dynamic to great offense in 2018. Again, the idea of Eifert healthy with a A.J. Green, the line upgraded. Maybe John Ross emerges. Maybe they listen to me and make a deal for a veteran wide receiver or sign one in free agency. Like, to me, Tyler Eifert, is an elite talent. I don't like letting elite talents walk away. And the Bengals aren't going to do the incentive-laden deal. Now, I I talked with Joel Corey. I had him on this podcast, former sports agent, CBSSports.com. Here's Joel on Eifert and what he's looking at in free agency. He screams one-year prove-it deal someplace, whether it's in Cincinnati or elsewhere. If I'm another team, I'm not paying him significant money because he's never on the field. And if it is a one-year deal, I want a good portion of that money in per-game roster bonuses. I'm willing to put money in not likely to be earned incentives, which will pay him for like a top tight end if he can actually stay in the field and produce like he did in 2015. Um, I would not make a significant investment in Tyler Eifert at this point in time. So that's Joel Corey. Screams one-year prove-it deal. And again, if I'm the Bengals, I would call and say, hey, I'll give you one year $5 million sign right now. I'd give incentive-laden deals. I would do that. That's what I would want. I just It's not in the Bengals to do that. They don't do it. So if they're not going to do that, and Eifert's set to hit free agency, as a fan, as someone who thinks this offense needs as many dynamic playmakers as it can get, yes, I would franchise tag Tyler Eifert even if it means, uh, and it's expected to be right around $10 million. I would do it. I know it's uh, it's insane. I would do it. And the other thing you're saying is, James, why the hell would you do that? When you could certainly 
take that $10 million and give it to a tackle. Sure. Absolutely. And if you told me that would happen, totally on board with that. Like, if you told me right now the Bengals take that money and put it towards whoever you want to throw out there, Nate Solder, let's just say, from the Patriots. Okay. I'm in. I'm done. I'm ready. Let's do it. Do we think they're doing that? I mean, the most loyal franchise in the league. Literally the most loyal franchise in the league moved on from Andrew Whitworth because of money. Not a drop in play because of where his age was and money. Expecting them to shell out big money for a guy they're not familiar with? For a big-time free agent lineman they're not familiar with? So, fine. You want to talk about Tyler Eifert's availability? Good. Don't let him walk away for nothing and then become a star in Dallas or a star in New England or a star in Pittsburgh. One more year, that would be year six for Eifert. Give him a chance to show it. If he does, boom, you get production. You have a chance to re-sign him. If he doesn't, at least you gave him that opportunity and you got to see it through. Because then, let's say he misses another 10 games. Well, then, look, it's, it's clear. He's just been so banged up. But if he's productive, then it's worth it anyways. It's totally worth it. A healthy Tyler Eifert, even $10 million for one season, totally worth it if they do the other offseason moves I would consider doing if I'm the Bengals. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Tweet me on this, at James Rapine, at Locked on Bengals. Um, also, you can email me, James Rapine, at ESPN1530.com. Something tells me you guys won't be a fan of that nine minutes there. But uh, I want you to hear something from ESPN's Bill Polian. It's, it's made a bunch of headlines, and it, it has to do with the draft, and we'll get to that next. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked On Bengals Podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so Bill Polian. <laughs> Bill Polian, former GM of the Buffalo Bills, went to four Super Bowls as the GM of the Bills and then um, won a Super Bowl with the Colts. And... He's now with ESPN. He said this yesterday on Golik and Wingo, and he was talking about Lamar Jackson. Asked about Lamar Jackson, the quarterback from Louisville. A guy I really like, a guy I would love to end up in stripes. I'll be quite honest with you. Here's what Bill had to say about Lamar Jackson. I think wide receiver, exceptional athlete, exceptional ability to make you miss, exceptional acceleration, exceptional instinct with the ball in his hand, and that's rare for wide receivers. That's A, B, and who else? Name me another one who's like that, right? Julio's not even like that. This guy is incredible in the open field and and great ability to separate. And again, short and a little bit slight Mm -hmm. and and clearly, clearly – not the thrower that the other guys are. He's the accuracy isn't there. That's Bill Polian. He called him slight, called him short. He's six three. Lamar Jackson's six three. How tall do you want him to be? Now I get it. He might not be the best quarterback ever. Might not be the best college quarterback of all time. But to me, I look at Lamar Jackson, and if you watched, like if you watched him, and I, I thought he was the most fun football player to watch. Period. He does a couple things really well. Yes, he runs well. But he's, he hangs in the pocket, and he keeps his eyes downfield. You talk to people in that Louisville offense, that's a pro-style offense, so that translates better than Baker Mayfield. Just a, a guy that a lot of people like, and I, I get why they like him. I like Baker, too. But to me, like, Lamar Jackson and the picking and prodding and the, the idea that he needs to play wide receiver, I have no idea why that is. I Honestly, is it is it because he's black? I, I don't know, because the guy I saw play quarterback for Louisville, looks like a quarterback to me. Now, will he be amazing? I don't know. I don't think he's RG3, by the way. No, no, no. Don't think he's RG3 one bit. I think he's better. I think he could be a modern-day Michael Vick who studies film and keeps his eyes downfield. People will talk about his, his completion percentage, 56%. He dealt with a lot of drops at Louisville. Didn't have the best supporting cast at Louisville. Those are the kind of guys I want. Like that, the guys that carry programs Lamar Jackson carried Louisville I could have made the argument he should have won the Heisman again this year did you see his numbers this year they were great yes yes he can run the ball that that's a plus that's a bonus that it's not a he's not run first read option guy throw it after he's throw 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 all right fine I'll run because I'm really good at it Tony Pike former UC quarterback now analyst here in Cincinnati covers the Bengals covers the Bearcats and more joined me on ESPN 1530, and I asked him what he would do at the quarterback position, and it's interesting because he he thinks they should take Lamar Jackson or Baker Mayfield in the first round. If I was on the clock and Lamar Jackson or Baker Mayfield were out there, I would grab him without hesitation. At 12. Because those, those, yeah, those, those two guys are guys right now that are winners and that they can operate 
with a bad offensive line. You see a lot of the plays that Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield make uh, when they're scrambling around the pocket. They're not just scramble as soon as pressure gets in their face and try to run downfield. Those guys want to scramble to push the ball down the field, and that's where so many plays in the NFL. You look at Aaron Rodgers' big plays because he's so well in the pocket, he can elude the first and second defender and still throw the ball downfield. And I think Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson possess that a lot more than what you see in Rosen and Gardner, who are going to be the top two quarterbacks. So I look at that, and I see if one of those guys is available, like you said, for at least, even if McCarron was here next year, you wanted to see some kind of competition because you want to see someone pushing Andy Dalton. Uh, and you want to see, you know, that job be on the line. We've seen now, is this a new Marvin Lewis era? Is he going to take things a different way? And with that comes, you know, not settling for what we saw last year with the, some of the games that Andy Dalton had and be willing to pull him out of a game or be willing to start someone else if he's not getting the job done. And I think you take a step to do that if you go up and you get a playmaker quarterback to push Andy Dalton, if not eventually take his job. That's interesting. That's a former NFL quarterback saying that. <laughs> a guy who's watched every Bengal snap this year, who has been the quarterback, has been in that quarterback room, has, heck, worked out for the Bengals at one point. To me, I, I, I look at it, and it's certainly something you consider. I would consider it, with A.J. McCarron being the way it is. There's nothing wrong. The Chiefs did this. Pat Mahomes, big arm, guy who can run, athletic. They traded up to get him. The Bengals are in a good spot because they don't have to trade up to get there, Pat Mahomes. They can just take him at 12, potentially, depending on how the draft shakes out. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. It's been a lot of fun. I can't wait to uh, dive into more of the draft. We're going to go all things draft now, kind of looking forward. I think this is a controversial podcast. Franchise tag Tyler Eifert take a quarterback round one. <laughs> you guys can lose your minds if you want. Follow me on Twitter at James Rapine at Locked On Bengals. I will take your hate tweets. My direct messages are open, but I can use them, so watch out. Also, you can email me, James Rapine at ESPN1530.com. Make sure you check out Locked On Reds. It was the debut today. Get it out there. It's not on iTunes yet. It can't be until we get a couple episodes up. But I did tweet out a link. Follow at Locked On Reds, at Locked On Bengals, and at James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening. Until tomorrow, I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 
your team every day.